Hello, it's Andrew. It is the 12th of November, Thursday, so coming up towards the weekend, which is wonderful. Hope you're all well. It's been really good to get to talk to quite a few of you this week. There are a huge amount of projects uh, going on at the moment. Uh, quite a lot of those involve marketing, quite a lot involve research, involve data, involve strategy, uh, lots of global conferences going on, lots of EMEA conferences about to take place. So many things happening in the in the sort of short period between now and the end of the year. Um, that I know lots of you will be involved, and I thank you all in advance for your continued support, engagement, and commitment to make uh, things better. So I really, really do appreciate that, and, and I, I, I fully mean that. Uh, if any of you do find you are in need of a, a chat, a discussion, a conversation, questions about anything, just give me a shout. I can always find sort of 15, 20 minutes in my diary to to catch up and just have a, have a conversation. That's always a good thing to do for, for me. And I always find that I gain more from those. I'm sure most of you do. So uh, very welcome uh, to do that. Uh, two things I wanted to touch on today briefly. One, uh, very briefly, obviously just to recognise the awesome news we heard earlier this week, that vaccinations may well be progressing even more quickly than people hoped or supposed. Uh, and and how quickly the, the news narrative and the news cycle switched to a very positive news story headlines in lots of uk press was uh vaccine ready uh, back to life back to normal life in spring 2021 which is a very um very bold statement to say the vaccine itself hasn't completed all of its test stages and there's still quite a way to go in understanding its effectiveness uh, for certain aspects of the virus but good news indeed and it just shows there's such an appetite to get back to a more normal way of living uh, as we saw property shares, uh, shares of companies in the travel industry, uh, many airline companies, airline manufacturers, share prices rocketing. So it does show that as we come out of the pandemic, we'll see a dramatic increase in um, the interest in property and obviously in travel tourism and anything related uh, to those areas that haven't been able to be explored over the course of the past uh, nine or 10 months. Uh, the second thing I wanted to touch on was the concept of success. And when we decide we've been successful and what determined our path to success or otherwise, and how early in our lives we may have decided where our success uh, in the future may sit or conversely where it may not sit and what might get in its way. So the reason I've been thinking about this over the last, gosh, few months is that my son, who's 10, uh, is taking an examination in the UK or a series of examinations that are called the 11 plus. So the 11 plus is a system we have in the UK that um, allows children who are more academic or children who um, are perhaps in a fortunate situation of being tutored or of being able to go to private school to develop uh, sit an exam called the 11 plus and they may get the opportunity to go to what we call a grammar school, which is typically um, more focused on academia. And statistics show that more people from grammar schools get uh, higher exam results and get more entrance to university and uh, go on to typically skew high salaries in later life. Um, anybody can take the 11 plus, it's a democratic system. Uh, people that don't go to grammar school go to comprehensive, where they study exactly the same uh, subjects. Um, the only difference may be that the 
grammar school is more rigorously focused on academia, whereas the comprehensive schools tend to be more focused on an all-round approach. I'm not saying one is right or one is wrong. They're both different for different people, and uh, one may suit one, one may suit the other. But there is a an inbuilt bias towards children from families that are able to afford a tutor for their children, that perhaps have been able to afford to send their children to a private school, uh, so a school that you pay for, as opposed to a government-led school. Um, and therefore is the whole concept of streaming at that age, which will be 11, in terms of grammar schools or comprehensives, a fair system, or should all children go to the same school? And therefore, perhaps the level of that school rises or falls, depending on the children that decide to go there. And I don't know the answer. And I'm just putting it out there as a question. But I do think that we we have a risk or there is a, obviously a, a situation where children take an examination at age of 10 that then puts them into a certain place in terms of how they score. So if you score over this number compared to your cohorts, you go to this school. If you score below that number, you go to this school. And it is very much putting a sense of success or failure onto somebody at a very young age, which I think can be challenging for many, and I'm sure may have longer lasting impacts on individuals' uh, lives. And, and I do think one of the issues we don't necessarily teach younger people is how to define what is truly the measure of success uh, versus what society has created as an artificial measure of success. And if success to many may well be defined by the level of fame one achieves, the level of income one secures, um, and that may well be defined as being successful. When somebody imagines an individual that's been successful, if you picture the person in your head, you would typically, I imagine, assume somebody that has uh, a degree of wealth, that has a, a lifestyle that you would aspire to, to achieve, perhaps has a nice house or two, a couple of cars, a loving family, etc. And, and you have this view that that's what success uh, looks like. But there are many societies globally where success is something very different, where there isn't the option to go to a a grammar school, a private school, a state school, whatever the different systems are, where there is the option to go to school at all is thought of as an incredible success for that society and for the people that perhaps live there. We've seen many instances over the last few years of different people being unable to go to school with different parts of the world, believing that some people, because of uh, gender in particular, um, don't have a right to go to school, don't have a right to an education. So I think success in many of those locations has been defined by actually the ability for all children to attend school uh, to a certain age, for all children globally to be able to read or write, and for all children to have a, a secure and welcoming environment in which they are, are taught uh, the mysteries and wonders of the world.
And I think that has to be a, a measure of success as well. Success is about feeding your family, feeding yourself, uh, living through the traumatic times that we are going through at the moment, and feeling satisfied about how your life is and how you see it progressing. And I do think as individuals, as family members, as colleagues, we do have a certain, um, there's a certain onus on us, I guess, to help redefine maybe what success looks like and to call out people when they've been successful. Uh, and that success may be something different than we have typically expected uh, success to be to be measured, how we expect success to be measured rather. So I, I'd, I'd sort of advocate to all of you to look around your 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 business with your colleagues, with your with your friends and your loved ones, and just call out examples of success. Uh, for, for my son, one of his earliest examples of success was learning to tie his shoelaces. Seems to take him a, a very long uh, amount of time, and the level of satisfaction we both got when he was successful in tiny shoelaces for the first time was, was staggering. I think I almost cried at the time. It was just such an overwhelming feeling of joy thinking, oh, he's got it. He's absolutely got it. He's never going to forget that again. He's been successful at that. And that's, that's such a wonderful thing. Is that any more or less important than a success about which school you go to? I, I don't know. I don't know whether there's quantum of success or degrees of success, but I just know it's important to highlight the small elements of success, the small wins that we have, uh, the things that we've managed to finish a report on time and successful. We've sent a, an email we're very proud of. We've worded something constructively. We've helped to support somebody, made somebody smile. All of those things, I think, are very clear examples of success. And our, and our lives, I think, when we look back, uh, hopefully from a very, a very elderly age, we look back and determine whether we've been successful or not. And I don't think, I'm talking personally now, I don't think I will look back and think I've been successful and think about the cars that I've had or the house that I lived in or the uh, the different material possessions I've bought. I think my view of whether I've been successful or not will be whether I've had a positive impact on some people, certainly not all, but whether I've had a positive impact on some of the people I've met and spent time with, and whether at some point uh, people have felt better as a result of spending time talking to me, laughing with me, debating with me, whatever the, the topic's been. I think success is defined by our engagement and relationships with other people. And that's what I'd, I'd really want to instill in my children is that they see themselves as being successful by the measure of how other people feel in their company. I'm sure many of you have wonderful friends that feel better for being in the warm embrace of your company. I hope that's something you're able to um, see and do again in the very near future. And, and I do believe that everybody on this call, everyone who's listened to this is indeed successful. Just interested to know how we help to maybe redefine what success looks like and how we develop ourselves, our families, our friends, our loved ones 
into into feeling successful for what they've achieved that success comes in all shapes and forms and that many people that might not feel they've been successful or had success look back at some of the things that they have done and realize just how amazing uh, they've been and what amazing um, achievements they've been able to to deliver and to secure so um yeah that was it uh be successful be successful you can even say the word be successful uh, be happy and of course uh, stay safe all right thanks guys